At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why do union members support politically? Or who do they support politically typically? NDP, right? I mean, we, that's a big issue in Alberta. Always has been. Um, that's the common thinking, and that's usually the way that it goes. For the most part, it's true. Uh, but in the current federal scene, the latest polling that's come out talking about union members and who they're supporting, um, they are supporting Pierre Polyev and the Conservatives more than any other party. Now, this isn't union leadership necessarily, but members supporting Pierre Polyev more than any other party. It's almost exactly the same among union members as it is among the rest of the general population. Like, the support for Pierre Polyev among members of unions is quite strong. So what's going on? We're going to find out. We're going to chat now with Chris Fairweather, who's a PhD candidate in the School of Labor Studies at McMaster. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It sort of does go contrary to what I think conventional thinking would be, right, Chris? Typically, I think people would think member leadership, certainly, and member uh, union members would support NDP. That's typically the way we see things, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the conventional wisdom historically, um, but I think that in Canadian politics and, and also at the provincial level over the last I don't know, 20 or 30 years or so, you've seen unions kind of take a bit of more of a transactional approach to their politics. So um, lots more unions are supporting strategic voting than than staying tightly linked with the NDP. Um, and here in Ontario, we've even seen recently some of the uh, building trades unions and, and some of the other unions as well support the uh, the Ford government in the lead up to the last provincial election. So. And I'm wondering what's changed? Is it both? Or, I mean, if you take a look at you know, if we if we're talking about historically speaking, well, there's no question that conservatism has changed. We're not we're not talking about the parties of Joe Clark or, or Brian Mulroney or even Peter Lougheed anymore. It's changed. Conservative means something different. So, are they offering something different that resonates with people who work in unions? Well, I mean, they're certainly trying to. Um, I think that what conservative politicians are realizing is that. Um, you know, constantly going on the offensive, whether it's, you know, taking aim at union rights or whether it's taking uh, aim at, you know, particular employment standards and things like that, is that uh, people are becoming more and more aware of, you know, their rights in the workplace and the the consequences of those politics. Um, And so, you know, we have seen over the last little while more and more um, conservative politicians trying to brand themselves as like a a party for working class mm-hmm. people. It, it doesn't usually come through in their policies once they're elected, but certainly when uh, they're trying to convince people to go to the polls, it's become front and center in their messaging. So they're doing a better job. What about the NDP, who we typically would see as, you know, the the option that uh, they would be seeking out? Are they not doing the job? Are, are people feeling like the NDP isn't delivering on their promises? Well, I think it varies depending on the province, but but certainly I think in the current moment, um, you know, there's a lot of disaffection with the Liberals, uh, and I think people are not seeing the NDP stand up and provide a sort of credible alternative uh, to to Liberal government, and in fact, 
you know, sort of propping them up in this minority government situation. And so, um, yeah, I think it's a missed opportunity for the for the NDP a little bit. Um, yeah. What about the unions? I mean, are they responding to this? Is this something that, you know, because we know that they typically are, are quite politically active. How are they taking this, you know, perceived change, if that's what we want to call it? Well, I mean, in a couple of ways, I think public sector unions in particular have have had a long history of remaining, um, well, some public sector unions have had a long history of remaining pretty committed to the NDP. Uh, and I think public sector unions in particular are, are concerned about the, the rise of right-wing politics and the among their own members because, um, you know, conservative government policies have not been kind historically to public sector unions. Austerity is always meaning job cuts, or it's always meaning very difficult rounds of collective bargaining for public sector unions. I mean, in private sector unions, the, the calculus there, I think, is is a little bit different. What about the conservative approach? What 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 is it that they're offering now that sort of is, is resonating? I mean, if you take a look at some of the more I mean, populist components of the conservative politicians. When we talk about Canada first, um, protectionism, Canadian industry, um, we've also had, you know, unions that have joined them, no, no, not directly, but been talking about the same sorts of things. I mean, unions have boycotted um, some pretty big countries in terms of, you know, we don't want to be isolationist. We don't want to have Canada frozen out. We've seen these back and forth going over, you know, America first policies. So some of the things that conservatives are talking about really fit well with what unions are talking about in terms of, you know, support unions, support our members, that fits right into by Canadian, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that unfortunately for a lot of unions, um, the easy way uh, to try to deal with some of the crises that they've been facing have has been to sort of lean into this kind of nationalistic rhetoric of, yeah. uh, of keeping good jobs in Canada, defending Canadian uh, interests and trying to, um, you know, sometimes scapegoat workers in other countries or um, or play into this sort of Canada-first politics, as you're saying. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the problems that working people are facing aren't going to be solved with nationalism. They're going to be solved with, uh, with workers around the world coming together to try to solve their shared problems. I mean, when we look at, like, the housing crisis, it, the problem isn't foreign home buyers. It's speculation in the market, and it always has been. And um, so it's a bit unfortunate, but I think that the labor movement has in general um, you know, not necessarily always advance their nationalistic politics with the kind of nuance that's required to kind of make sure that people aren't susceptible uh, to those appeals from from conservatives and other far right populists who want to who want to blame the problems on immigrants, want to blame the problems on workers from other countries and so on. I think you're right. I think that's definitely there's the other side of that equation. But I think there's a lot of people, and I'm seeing the text saying, "Hey, so what? I mean, if 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 a Canadian politician wants to protect and promote Canadian industry and Canadian jobs and Canadian manufacturing or whatever else the case may be, that makes really good sense to me because that's me. I'm a Canadian worker. What's wrong with that?" Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I I understand you know where that. Uh, sympathy is coming yeah. from and obviously i guess we expect canadian politicians to be trying to advance canadian interests i mean i think the reality is that when you're talking about working people and when you're talking about unions the idea of a broadly defined canadian interest is just a little bit of a difficult one to locate because what's good for the average canadian worker isn't necessarily what's good for gail and weston it isn't necessarily what's good for canadian employers and i think that historically there's 
been a little bit of a problem with nationalism in the labor movement, papering over some of those class interests that mm-hmm. I think working people really ought to do better to sort of pay attention to. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out when we head to the polls. Um, Chris, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you being here. Sure. Thanks for having me.